Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Hi, guys. I hope you're having an amazing day. I hope everything's going well. And I know I say it all the time, but I do wish and hope and pray that every day you are having an amazing day and that you're enjoying life and that you're spending time with people that you love. I am super excited. We all got some exciting news this weekend. I think the whole world has been on lockdown for almost a year and a few months now. And so the news that we got in the United States that if you are fully vaccinated, you can take off your mask is an awesome thing. It's exciting to know that, hey, I can wear my lip gloss down and not have to worry about it being smudged inside my mask or not having people see it because I love lip gloss. Okay, that was just for me. I just threw that in there for me. But... It's nice to know that we are kind of getting back to normal. However, I know that I do have some worries about all of this. And it's just because for the whole year, we have all been super cautious, taking the necessary steps. I know that um, I won't be able to get complete. I won't be able to go without my mask until um, I say three or four weeks from now because I did go ahead and I got the vaccine. I had my first dose um, earlier in the month, but I told you guys about it because I was telling you how scared I was and how I did it and it didn't hurt. So I go back on the 25th to get my second dose. I'm a little nervous because everyone talks about how the second dose has more side effects. So of course I'm nervous about that, but you know, I'm just going to go ahead and get it. Uh, My daughters are scheduled to get their vaccine on the 27th at their pediatrician's office. So they're going to get theirs. And then they had their second dose scheduled for sometime in June. And my husband, he already has his. My stepson went ahead and got his. So we are going to be a family of vaccinated individuals. However, I don't know, like for me, how I'll deal with maybe cleaning away my mask immediately. Um, I know once my two weeks are over and I'm fully vaccinated after my second shot, I'm still debating. I'll probably still keep mine on because my kids will have to wear theirs out because they won't be fully vaccinated until July. So we'll probably keep ours on until July. And then I'll probably still do it because I know there are a lot of people out there who are not vaccinated. I don't know. For me, I just feel better waiting a little bit before I take my mask off. But that is not saying that for anyone else who wants to take their mask off now when they're fully vaccinated, that they should wait and not do it. I think it's a process. You know, all of us have different... um, we're all different. We have different personalities, different characteristics. So what may be easy for one person to do may not be easy for another person to do. And so I've been trying to keep an open mind. I've been trying to think about it like this because, you know, there has been a lot of backlash for people who have decided not to get vaccinated. And I have I've looked at everything. I've read everything. And even though I do feel vaccination is the best way for us to go. But, you know, that's best for my family and that's best for me. But I don't feel like I can sit up here and tell someone else to go get vaccinated or tell someone that they're wrong or whatever. I don't feel like I can do that because we all have to make our own informed decisions. Now, I would strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you to get vaccinated. But if you choose not to, I'm not going to look down on you or talk about you or anything else. Because I think it's a personal decision. I think it's something we all need to do. I do think all of us need to bear in mind that we have a responsibility to people around us to make sure that we're all safe. But at the end of the day, it is what you decide what's best for you and what's best for your family. So I'm just excited that we are kind of seeing a 
the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to all of this. Now, I do have to say I do enjoy um, the time that I spent with my kids. We've gotten a lot closer. My family, I feel like we're closer because we didn't have to do so much. This last year and up until now, we've all been home together. We spent lots and lots of time together. And I know in some places and in some families, it probably broke them. But with us, it made us stronger and we are closer. So I appreciate that. I also appreciate that now that we're all starting to get our vaccines, that I'm able to see my in-laws now and spend time with them when we couldn't do that for almost a year. And so I'm enjoying the fact that for me, the vaccine just means that I get to be closer to friends and family. You know, even though it's nice, it will be nice not to have to wear my mask. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think the, the thing for me that's the biggest reason why I got it, well, first, I don't want to be sick. But aside from that, it's just that I want to be able to see friends. I want to see family. I want to see people who I haven't seen in a year or more. You know, I just want to be able to see people. So in order for me to do that, I need to be vaccinated. I need to make sure that I'm safe and that they're safe. So that was my reason. So whatever your reason is, I suggest if you haven't gotten vaccinated, go ahead and do it now. It's never too late if you decided that you don't want to. I just say give it some time, see what side effects are, do your research, and then make an informed decision. And if you still decide you don't want to do it, then there's no judgment here at the Music and Therapy Show because we all have to do what we feel is best for us. So with that being said, we got some exciting news. I'm excited. I know you are probably excited where you are. So let's keep doing what we can do, work together so that we can get over the um, pandemic and get back to either life as it was before. I don't know how soon we can do that, but get to our, back, get to our new normal because even though we may not ever go back to the way things were, and I'm just saying that not because of the pandemic, but things may be different because we see with technology that there is a better and more efficient way to do things where you can work from home and you can do all of these things. So I'm not sure if things will ever go back to the way they were because we do see how efficiently we can still work and how efficiently we can still move forward with the way things have been. But what I'm saying is whatever your normal is at this point and whatever your normal is that you want to get back to, I think that we are closer to getting back to having vacations and doing holidays with family and friends than we were before. So I'm happy about that. I hope you're excited about that too. And let's just see where this goes. I would love for you guys to come and join me in my Facebook group. I talk about it all the time, but I really, really would love for you to be there. I think in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing some awesome things. This week, I plan to do a giveaway, but you won't be able to participate or in the giveaway unless you're in our Facebook group. And that's just because... In our Facebook group, we I can ask different questions, we can have different quizzes, and there are ways that we can do fun things and we can do giveaways. So this week we're giving a giveaway, so it's never too late to join. All you have to do, click on the show notes, the link in our show notes, and you can be part of our Facebook group. So go ahead, join the Facebook group. We're going to be doing a lot of good things, a lot of fun things. I'm waiting for you before I start doing all this stuff, but... I'm going to have to get it started within the next few weeks. So come on, join our Facebook group. I would definitely love to have you in a group. Now, if you guys want to submit any topics, have anything you want to talk to me about or submit any topics or ask me questions, the Facebook group is the way to go. But you can also do this on a Facebook page. And the way you would do this is just write a question in where, it said, where you can just write anything on the page. Just write in your question. Or if it's something 
that is personal or specific that you don't want everyone to know that you wrote, you can message me and I will definitely respond. The goal of music and therapy is for all of us to come together and work on our relationships and to ask questions and brainstorm and get knowledge from each other. So any questions that you want to ask me, any topics you want me to talk about, or anything you want to discuss on the show, message me. And I promise you, I will definitely talk about it. I'll do a Facebook Live about it. I might even do a whole episode about it. Whatever you want me to do, I will discuss that topic and we will talk about it or do a Facebook Live about it. So go on over to either our Facebook group or to our page and message me. I can't wait to hear from you. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about how your marriage or relationship can recover from an emotional affair. Now, last week we talked about how an affair can affect your marriage, but this week we're going to talk about how emotional affairs can take a toll on your marriage as well. A few years ago, I watched this movie called Why Did I Get Married To by Tyler Perry. Now, I had already seen the first part of the movie, and so I was excited to see what the sequel to this movie was going to be. Now, as I was watching the movie, Let me just say I was very, very shocked and surprised with the direction that this movie was going in. For example, the main couple, the couple that seemed to have the best marriage and relationship ended up getting divorced. Another couple who was having financial issues and dealing with some major emotional baggage, they did stay together. Another couple, which I thought would definitely be the couple to get divorced because they would fuss and fight all the time, but they actually stayed together. But they did continue their cycle of fighting and making up again. And then the last couple found themselves trying to deal with an emotional affair. I am not going to go into a lot of detail about the movie in the event that someone wants to watch the movie. But let me just say, I was intrigued by everything and by all of these couples and what they were going through. The situation that stuck out to me the most was the situation with the couple who had the emotional affair. So in this situation, it was the wife who was having an emotional affair with a guy at her office. Emotional affairs are often minimized because this type of affair does not really fit into our perception of what an affair is. So what is an emotional affair? An emotional affair is when a person not only invests more of their emotional energy outside their marriage, but also receives emotional support and companionship from this new relationship. In an emotional affair, a person feels closer to the other party and may experience increasing sexual tension or chemistry. So it is not an emotional affair if only one party has feelings toward another individual, but those feelings are not reciprocated. But it is an emotional affair. But it is an emotional affair if those feelings are reciprocated. Now here are some signs that your spouse could be having an emotional affair. Your spouse starts withdrawing from you or criticizing you. Your spouse acts secretive or hides their phone, shuts down the computer screen suddenly whenever you are around. Your spouse seems interested in certain technology or hobbies, seemingly out of the blue. Your spouse seems to always work extra hours on a project with this quote-unquote friend. This friend of your spouse gets mentioned a lot. You seem to hear more about this person's opinion, and your opinion seems to count less and less. 
your gut tells you that something is going on. Now, I'm going to stop here because this goes with another podcast that I did a few weeks ago talking about intuition. So if you feel have that gut feeling that something is wrong, then it probably is wrong. So follow your intuition. And if you would like to listen and learn more about intuition, then you can go and listen to the podcast. I think it's um, how intuition affects your relationships. But this is something, and this is a way that you can tell if something is wrong or if your spouse is having an emotional affair. Another sign is that when you try to discuss any of these things with your partner, it is met with defensiveness or you are made to feel like you are crazy. This is important because sometimes people will try to make you feel as if, you know, you're just being jealous, but it's a difference. It's one thing for your spouse or for you to have a friend who is... Um, a guy or a girl or you know a friend of the opposite sex can it be platonic there are platonic friendships however when this friendship becomes the only thing you think about the first person you talk to and here's the thing if you talk to this person before you talk to your spouse or your significant other then it's probably an emotional affair if you feel like you can't talk to your spouse you can't talk to your significant other so you talk to this person probably an emotional affair if they know more about you than your spouse or significant other then you're crossing the lines and it's probably an emotional affair there are many reasons why people have emotional affairs um some could be just that they don't think it's important they don't think that it's an affair for real because they haven't gone over the line Um, sex wasn't involved touching wasn't involved whatever it could be they may not feel that it is a legit affair and they might just think that maybe they crossed boundaries or maybe they overstepped boundaries but that it wasn't a legit affair whatever the reason may be why people have emotional affairs emotional affairs are devastating to the people that they happen to they're devastating to your relationship and it takes a toll on your relationship nonetheless so What do you do if you find out that your spouse is having an emotional affair? And how do you begin to move on from the hurt? These are some very good questions to ask because according to statistics, and I didn't even know this, but listen to this, the majority of all relationships and marriages have experienced an affair during the span of their relationship. But surprisingly enough, it's usually an emotional affair that the majority of marriages experience. I honestly do believe it's probably just because it's very easy to minimize your involvement in an emotional affair by saying that the person is quote unquote just a friend and you kind of feel that since sexual intercourse has not been involved that it is okay to maybe overstep the lines a little bit or say things and flirt and do things you normally wouldn't do but you feel okay to do it in this aspect because you're not dating or you're not together. Having an emotional affair in your relationship can be devastating and it can ultimately lead to the demise of your relationship. Now here are just some things that you can do if you or your spouse has had an emotional affair. Now if you are the person who's having an emotional affair or if your spouse is having an emotional affair, here are some things that needs to be done in order to save your marriage and move forward. The first thing I would say to do is that friend has got to go. So if it's your friend, your friend has got to go. If it's your partner or your spouse friend, that friend has got to go. Because as long as your that friend is in the picture, they are constantly going to be a stepping stone and a stumbling block to your relationship because the emotional affairs could still be going on. Another thing that you need to do is take some time. Now before the, making a decision, now I've talked about this a lot, sometimes in the heat of the moment, we make either ir- irrational decisions or we 
make decisions that if we had thought about them, we would not have done these things. And this goes both ways, with leaving and with staying. Some people have made decisions in the heat of the moment and they've left a relationship that could have been worked on. Other people got caught up in the apology and got reeled back into a situation where they had thought about it, they would have left because they would have realized this was not the thing for them in an emotional affair if your spouse is. So if you find out that your spouse is having an emotional affair, take some time. Think about what needs to be done. Now, I'm not telling you to stay. I'm not telling you to leave. I'm just saying, based on the situation, you know your spouse better than anyone else. Sit down. Think about what needs to be done. Think about yourself. Think about your kids. Think about your family. Before choosing to continue or end your marriage, take the time to heal. Understand what was behind the affair. Now, this is not a decision that needs to be made at the height of your emotional struggle. So take some time to heal first. Take some time to think about it and then make a decision. Seeking professional help with a counselor who specializes in mental therapy can be invaluable because it can help you figure out what is going on. It can help you learn lessons that might prevent future problems. And I would suggest that you do marriage counseling because this is very important. Be accountable. So if you are unfaithful, take responsibility for your actions. It is imperative, as difficult as it might be, to end the affair and stop all interaction or communication with the person. But it's something that you have to do. If the affair involves a co-worker, limit contact, strictly to business, or get another job. And I know some people are going to be thinking, like, why so drastic? Well, here's the thing. Your marriage is important to you. And if it is, you would do what you need to do to save it. If you are working with a person that you had an emotional affair with, and you see them day after day after day, and you are not able to control yourself and limit contact and strictly stick to business, then in order to save your marriage, if that's what you want to do, then leaving that environment is the best thing to do. There are times when people who have had addictions, like alcohol addictions and drug addictions, one of the things that they're encouraged to do is not hang around their friends who do drugs or not hang around their friends who drink. So they really have to start over and put themselves around a different group of people because you are who your friends are. You act like who your friends you act like your friends. So if you want to change and if you want things to be different, you have to leave that environment. So if people who are addicted to drugs and alcohol are encouraged to leave that environment where they found their addiction, then people who have had emotional affairs have to leave that friend and they have to leave that environment where they had that struggle. And that is also a part of just being accountable for your actions. Get help from different sources. Seek the help of non-judgmental, understanding friends. And when I say non-judgmental, understanding friends, I know we all have them. There may not be as many as we like to have, but maybe one or two people. These are people who can help you. These are people who are in your corner who are not going to be the people who are going to say, girl, you should be doing this or you should do that or man, I told you you should leave her. You should never marry her. No, they're not going to be the people who are going to be saying these things because they're not trying to influence you to make a decision. These are the people who are going to listen to you. These are the people who are going to ask the right questions like, how do you feel about what happened? What do you want to do? What do you think you should do? And they're going to encourage you to make a decision based off of what you're dealing with and what is best for you and your family. They're not going to be the people to tell you, I will leave him. I will leave her. You know, they're not going to be that person. That is the person you kind of don't want to talk to because they're going to throw all of their emotions on you. And they're going to take 
all of their past experiences, which could be negative in nature, and put them on you. And then instead of you guys, instead of it being a forum where you're getting help and you're getting encouragement and support, it'll be more like a kind of a situation where you're dogging your mates out, your spouse out, and nothing's getting accomplished because you're not thinking rationally. It'll just be like you're tearing each other down or you're tearing your spouse down, which is not something you want to do because you want to be in the right frame of mind so that you can make a rational decision as to what you need to do in this situation. So if you don't have any non-judgmental understanding friends, then maybe you can talk to experienced spiritual leaders or a trained counselor, which I always suggest. Um, Any self-help books could help. Just remember that all self-help books are not equally helpful. Some could just be written from experience. Other self-help books might be from legit specialists in that area. And those are the ones you should go with. But I think that you should go see a counselor. And then if you there are any books that you need to read, your counselor can suggest books that you need to read. And you would know that these books are legitimate books that can actually help you because it was suggested to you by a trained professional. Consult a marriage counselor which is what I suggest 24-7 all the time. Seek help from a licensed therapist who is specially trained in mental therapy and experience in dealing with infidelity. This is important because they would be able to help you navigate what the issue is. They will be able to help you find out and figure out what the reason of the infidelity is. And it would be better if you guys went together so you can talk about it and work together. But in addition to working together with a counselor, I would also suggest that you see a counselor separately so that you can work on yourself. Because a lot of times, situations like this can tear a person down. It can tear down your self-esteem. It can tear down your dreams and the goals and things that you hope for. It could be almost like a loss because this was a relationship you were truly invested in. You had high hopes that this would last for a long time. You had faith and trust. And in your mind, the relationship was something that it was not. So when trust is broken... There's a loss because you didn't only lose trust, you lost a dream, you lost your idea of what your relationship was like. So that is why I would suggest to get the help of a counselor. Marriage counseling can help you put the affair into perspective, identify issues that might have contributed to the affair, learn how to rebuild and strengthen your relationship, and avoid divorce if that's the mutual goal. Now consider asking your counselor to recommend reading material on the subject as well. And I would also suggest that you see a marriage counselor together and that you also go separately. Another thing that you can do would be restore trust. Now here's how you can restore trust. If you're the offender, make a plan that will restore trust and rebuild reconciliation in your marriage. If you're not the offender, but you guys have tried to work together and you're trying to save your marriage, then do the same thing. Make a plan that will restore trust and result in reconciliation. Agree on a timetable and a process. So if you were the unfaithful one, admit guilt and pursue authentic forgiveness. If your partner was unfaithful, when you are able, offer forgiveness and then together seek understanding. And I think it's important because it says when you are able. So many times we think that if something happens immediately, if someone says they're sorry, we have to forgive immediately. And let me tell you, that's unrealistic. You cannot forgive someone immediately if your heart has been broken, if you have been hurt, if something has happened, you cannot always forgive someone immediately. And for those of you who can, kudos to you all. It's, a, it's really a great thing that you're able to do that so soon. But 
If you're not able to offer forgiveness immediately, don't let anyone tell you that you should or that you have to. Don't let anyone shame you into offering forgiveness because that's not their choice and it's not their process, it's yours. For you, maybe it might take a few months, it could take years, but as long as it takes, take the time to heal, take the time to deal with what you're going through and then at a time when you are able to offer forgiveness and that timeline is not based on your spouse, that timeline is not based on what people tell you it should be, timeline is based on you. So take that time to heal. While you are going through this process, keep in mind that it's going to be very difficult and painful, but that is something that has to be done whether you decide to stay in the marriage or leave the marriage. Regardless of your decision, it is imperative that you come out of this mentally healthy and ready to either move on with your spouse or move on without your spouse. There is no right or wrong answer, so do what feels best to you. And in time, you will be able to heal and you will be able to love again. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called Disconnected. And it's about a couple that's having serious issues and they're disconnected. And they're talking about how they're going to work through things. So here's the song, Disconnected. I thought I could tell you all my thoughts and my feelings. You were the one who was supposed to stand by me. But when I talk, you often walk away, and you ignore the words that I say. It gets harder to live this life with every passing day, because deep down inside our love has gone away. I don't know what I should do to reach. 
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank BetterHelp for their continued support of the Music and Therapy podcast. BetterHelp is a counseling online service, and they are there to help you. Their goal is to help people become the best version of themselves that they can be, which is in line with what we want to do here at Music and Therapy. So I'm extremely happy to work with them. Now, BetterHelp is not a do-it-yourself kind of thing. It's not one of those things that you do for self-help. BetterHelp is actually licensed counselors and trained professionals who are there to help you navigate through the most difficult times in your life. BetterHelp has licensed professional therapists and counselors who are knowledgeable and certified in their area of study. For example, here are some of the things I love about BetterHelp. It's not a traditional wait in the office kind of thing. You can meet with them online. So because it's online, people can meet with them in the United States, people can meet with them in Europe, and in Africa. They can help anyone anywhere in the world. Why? Because they are online. They are flexible. You can talk to a counselor within 24 to 48 hours of signing up for services. They will match you with someone who will be able to help you. You can talk to a professional who has a specific expertise that may not be in your area. Why? Because they are online. Another thing that I love about BetterHelp is that they actually help people who don't have the money or resources to give counseling. And that's the thing that I love. So there's like, they're not holding counseling back from you because you may not be able to afford it, especially if you have lost your job because of the pandemic or have financial issues. They have scholarships available. They even have financial aid available so that you can get the help that you need if you are desperately in need for help. BetterHelp is available and BetterHelp is willing to help and serve you. So if you would like to get more information about BetterHelp or sign up for services, what you can do is click the link in the show notes and in the link, that's the link to BetterHelp. And we also have a promo code. And the great thing about the promo code is that if you put in music and vibes, that's our promo code, they will give you 10% off of your first month of service. So if you are in need of better help, H-E-L-P, go check it out. Click the link in the show notes, put in the promo code, and you will be on your way to begin the process of healing. I would also like to thank you guys so much for listening to me. I enjoy our time. I can't tell you enough how much I enjoy hanging out with you, spending time with you. So thank you guys so much for listening. It's appreciated, and I just love you guys. Thank you so much. Now, on that note, I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's not the same without you. I miss you. I want you in the group. So go ahead and join our Facebook group, and it's easy to do. There's a link in the show notes. Click on the link. And join and I made it easy so that anybody can join you don't have to wait for approval you don't have to wait for anything just click the link put join and you are in so I hope I see you in the Facebook group soon because that would just be amazing join our Facebook group I also want to encourage you to follow the podcast on Spotify or Apple Music or iTunes wherever you're listening go ahead and follow the podcast also leave me a comment I would love to hear your thoughts on the show And then I also want to encourage you to share the podcast with a friend. There are people out there who need to hear some of what we're talking about. And because you are able to listen to it, and if you know someone who needs to hear what we're talking about, go ahead, share the podcast with a friend. Sharing is caring. By sharing, you are sharing the podcast. You're helping to grow our community. And you're also caring enough about your friends and your neighbors to share and let them know, hey, these are just some things that you can try out if you are dealing with these issues. 
Now, if you guys want to contact me, it's easy to do. I have all of that information in the show notes. It says join me on social media. So yeah, click on any one of those links. You can send me a message. You can DM me. Whatever you want to do, you can go ahead and do that. And I promise you, if you send me a message, I will respond to you. I think that's all I have to tell you. If you guys make anything else, send me a message. Let me know. Any questions you want answered, go ahead and let me do that. So have an amazing week. Enjoy your time with family and friends. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Looking from the inside out, it seems like we